Hello and welcome to the Scribes of Summer, the Athletics Dodgers podcast. I'm Pedro Mora, joined by Andy McCullough. How you doing, Andy? I'm okay, Pedro. How are you? I'm doing fine. Doing fine. We are here to uh, talk some more about the Dodgers and baseball amid everything that's going on and provide some distraction with some banter about baseball, which right now is dominated by discussion about whether or not there will be a baseball season. There's more news, as there always is, it seems, about whether or not there will be a baseball season. Andy, would you like, would you care to, would you please just save me from describing this latest proposal and bit of news about whether or not there's going to be a baseball season. I think I, you know, not to retweet myself, but I think I summed it up pretty well, Pedro. Um, (laughs) They have Major League Baseball has pivoted from their initial offer to six of one, and now they're going with half a dozen of the other. And so uh, that's where we're at. Look, like Jason Stark has laid this out pretty well, and then Major League Baseball, the owners at the very least, have determined that there is a certain amount of money that they are willing to pay the players to play this year. It adds up to about a prorated amount for 48 games, and they can parcel it out over, you know, the new proposal I think is 76 games, but it's like at a 75%. You know, it all sort of adds up to the same pot of money, more or less, that they're willing to offer. And the players, understandably, are sticking with their intention of not playing for less than their prorated salaries, which is what they agreed to back in March. Remember that agreement that figured out how there was going to be a season and it was like the, you know, thank goodness that they were able to cooler heads prevailed. Pedro, do you remember that back in March? Yeah, it feels like a long time ago, but I do recall it. And um, I, you know, more than I recall it itself, it's like one of those childhood memories that you learn from your parents, you know, and then all of a sudden you have a fabricated version of it happening in your head, right? (laughs) Where like, I don't even remember it. I no longer really remember it, but I've heard it so many times Uh that I know that it happened, right? Like, Uh I was yeah. thinking about that the other day. Like, I have a memory of when I said my first word. No, I don't remember that. It's just a pure, it's just straight fabrication of based on, you know, their, their two reports of it. What was your first word? Go, as I was being pushed in a go-kart oh. by my cousin. Yeah. Oh, that's really but nice. But I, I mean, I was like a year and a month. Like, you don't remember yeah. anything. It's not possible. So it's like, do you remember things that happened on March 19th amid all of this? No. I mean, I don't, yeah, no, right? I remember thinking, reading stories about how this was, had solved all the problems. I remember thinking, well, not really. That's kind of like your general thought. And like, if I had to sum you up, like that's your, that is you, right? Well, not really, right? I, well, I can say on this topic, I've been pretty spot on with that take. <laughs> we did we did have a podcast in April where both of us expressed I would say an incorrect lack of confidence that there would be a baseball season. Oh year. yeah, uh what's it been like covering the Dodgers and going to all the Dodgers games this year, Pedro? <laughs> Andy, there's going to be baseball this year. You want to bet on it? I, I mean, <laughs> I don't care. Just no, I I do care. Very much care. Um, they're they're going to play baseball games. There yeah, will be they're gonna there, play. the Dodgers will play a game. Yeah, it seems this season. Yes. How many of them? I don't. I don't know. There's going to be a postseason. I don't know either. But you know, I feel fairly confident that there will be. A, there was going to be a game played by men wearing Dodgers uniforms this year. Frankly, I mean, I don't care to like gamble on this because the you know the reasons that we lacked confidence in the baseball season being played were, were good in, reasons in 2020 have not 
gone away no. if you have paid attention to the number of cases spiking in Florida. Dallas County reporting a new high last week. Tarrant County, where the Rangers play, also adding cases. You know, Houston, Arizona has been awful dealing with this. Yeah. yeah, the states that have opened up are you know having the predictable result, and so yeah, the fact that our reasons that we thought they wouldn't play baseball is because it's unsafe to do so have not changed. We're just in that sort of lull period. Uh, understandable reasons. I think the national consciousness has moved away from the coronavirus, but the coronavirus is still there. So it's like, you know, we'll see. So no, I do not want to gamble on this because it's very sad. But uh, I oh come on yeah of course it is but the, you know people want this that this is this remains I mean anytime you you tweet about this this is do cl- it is clear people that, want yeah. this yeah I don't you know I'm not um how do I put this yes it seems to me that people do want this yes that is my opinion yeah. based on it's not like I'm not saying that I want this mm-hmm. I am saying that it seems to me very clearly that there is a large subset of fans of sport who want. Sure. I I don't mean sports in general. I just, I feel like baseball has really, it's sort of entering. I mean, every interaction I have with a baseball fan about baseball involves them expressing disgust at baseball. And I think, you know, splitting it between the players and owners is unfair because I think the owners are far more to blame for where things stand. But the, the overwhelming sentiment is just anger at baseball or basically just like, I don't care if there's baseball. I am sick of baseball, you know. That sort of sentiment. Yeah. We mentioned this a week or two ago, maybe with Vassay on, that I still think if there is a season, you will see a lot of those people still ready to move past it and, and watch the games and comments on the games as, yes, they've are, they've definitely gathered a lot of disdain and collected that, and that, that won't go away, but I think it'll be forgotten for a while, at least. It'll be, it'll be minimized if there is a season. Like, this isn't good for the image of the sport. There's no doubt about that. But Well, I was thinking, you know, like when I was a kid, there was the WWF and there was WCW, right? There was two wrestling companies. And I and I figured there would always be two wrestling companies on TV because as far as I knew, there had always been two wrestling companies on TV. And then WCW went out of business because it was sort of mismanaged and overrun by general incompetence. And so, you know, paradigms can shift, I guess. Yeah, I never heard of that other thing. Not that I really had ever heard of the, the first one. I'm not even sure which one survived. But... Uh... <laughs> I don't. I mean, yes, sure. Maybe I'm. You know, maybe we're short-sighted in thinking that baseball is always going to be around. And yeah, I think there's an argument to be made that that the sport is not well suited to the next half century of you know what society might be like in this country. But I don't know that that's going to happen right now. Like I still think there will be a lot of people caring about the Dodgers next year, no matter what of happens course. this year. Yeah, that's not going to change. That's not going to change right now. I should say. You want to do some over/unders? Yes. I do. I have two, actually. All right. Mookie Betts seasons with the Dodgers, 1.0, over or under? Okay, this season would count as one, oh, no matter even if it's a shorter one. Yeah. I'll go, uh, well, let's see here. Uh, um, well, but then I also have to calculate, mm, okay, under. Wow. Yeah. So you think it's more likely he never plays a game with the Dodgers than he re-signs with the Dodgers? Yeah, probably. There's still like a- you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's still probably like a 20-something percent chance, right? Something like that. That's yeah. what I would peg it at. Like that there's no season. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, could be I wrong. think you're right. I probably was that differently like last week and will tomorrow. But something, I don't know. It's close. It's a, That's a good number. Let's go um, Cody Bellinger, 1,000 OPS. What season? 2020. Under. Okay. Yeah, way under. Do you think the pitchers or hitters would have an advantage in a shortened season? I would think pitchers would, wouldn't they? I don't know. I mean, pitchers generally do in spring training. I think if you extrapolate basically sort of the austerity of what a season would look like with a lot of the social distancing requirements, 
requirements and things like that, I feel like a lot of hitters would be unable to do the stuff that they normally do before games, you know, like all the, basically just all the swings they take, I think would be affected somewhat. And I think also the amount of just sort of time in the trainer's room will be reduced. And so I would give the advantage to pitchers, I think in a shortened season, but I could be really wrong about that. I don't know. One of the inside baseball questions about like, what what can we can try to find out during that time is like, what are the actual effects on the field of, of the, the restrictions that are being put into place? Right. And yeah, I don't know, because you could say that the pitchers under, are undergoing a, a tougher one day regimen that in the lack of recovery that they might not be able to have could affect them more than hitters. I mean, I don't know, Cody Bellinger's mm-hmm. a 24 year old dude. Is it not possible for him to hit outside as much? Like, or can he not, you know, counteract what he's not doing in, in the cage? I mean, he's been hitting throughout this from, is my understanding. I don't know. I mean, you know, he's not getting as much treatment as say like Justin Turner is on a, on a daily basis. A thousand OPS is also a pretty aggressive number considering he had an 814 OPS in 2018. Yeah, but he had a thousand thirty. Yeah, I mean, I think I I'm of the belief that it's that he's gonna it's a that it's a hitter advantage campaign. That's okay. where that number comes from. Okay, but okay, I yeah. like I have I have zero backing for it right now, so I can't like passionately argue. Do you foresee someone hitting like 375? Uh, I was gonna say. I mean, I thought you were gonna say 400 there. So yes, I would foresee someone hitting 375. Yeah, I mean, what didn't someone hit like 350 last year? 340? Uh, yeah, it's possible. What about 400? I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's like you're talking about a 200, like it's 250 at bats or something like that. Sure, yeah, that's why not? Hard. I mean, but no one's. I don't know. When was the last time someone did that through 250 at bats? Uh, last year, Cody Bellinger through 250 <laughs> at bats. Probably just about. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, it, it was. There's no way. It was something close to that. Let's see. No chance. It was less than 200. Okay, I'll check. He was hitting 404 on May 21st. So that's 199 plate appearances. So through through 200, he was still hitting over 400. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. You would think 360, 370 would be like an expected outcome across baseball that somebody would do. Right. I, I think that's, yeah, because it's, it's you see someone hit about 340 every year, thereabouts, usually. Yeah, he had a really good uh, April and May. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to guess his OPS after April? Uh, I'm actually was actually about to look it up. Uh, I don't know, like 850. What? Wait, his OPS after April? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you meant like in the games that were played after April. No, no, uh, no. Through after April. April, I don't know, 14. Yeah, 14. Wow. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good month. All right, I got another one for you. I think this will be interesting. I could be wrong. I don't know. Hunjin Ryu war with the Blue Jays 7.0 over under. Well, so he's got 3.0. Three years under contract with them. He's 33 years old. Yep. We're doing what we usually do where you average the fan graphs and baseball reference stuff. I just went with baseball reference, actually. So okay. I have no idea what um, uh, Wow, that's a tough one. Hmm, no, I'll probably, I'll probably go over. Whoa. I'd actually, yeah, I'd, I would drill the under on that one. If he doesn't get hurt, it's... A pretty solid bet, I would say, for me. You know, I'm sure the first part of my sentence is a big disqualifier. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it's he's a, been pretty healthy over the last two years. He was, I mean, yeah. Not healthy, it's healthy enough. Seven's a good number. I think I went with it because it's totally conceivable that he could put up a four-win season, which makes it really easy to do. Yeah. Like, it's he's a good pitcher right now. I still expect him to be good. Right, so what is what is his like one hundred and fifty inning average? I think it would be pretty tough for him to put up a four win season. Actually, like when two thousand twenty one, you're saying? Yeah, I think that'd be really difficult. I mean, he was about five wins last year when he, you know, almost won the Cy Young. Uh, I think it's reasonable to bet against him almost winning the Cy Young uh, or, you know, replicating that. I mean, do you foresee him throwing 180 innings of 2.3 ERA ball ever again? 
or whatever would be, you know, if you have a DH, so 2.75 ERA ball. I don't. I mean, that seems really difficult to do. I mean, his strikeouts were, were down last year compared to the year before. The walks were what was great about it. I don't know. Four-win season seems plausible to me. I mean, it be called three and a half, four. I mean, in that range is, I mean, for his career, for each full season, he's averaged 3.7 more. Hmm. So, yeah, that's two seasons, basically. Two seasons gets me comfortably over. Yeah. So, I don't know. Right. Uh, it's a good number. I think it's, um, I can't really, it would be the sort of thing that I wouldn't bet on it, right? But uh, right, if I, right, right. I, I stand by my choice, if okay. pressed. I don't have an over-under on this. I'm just curious what number you think. How many bullpen sessions has he thrown since March? How many times has he thrown a baseball since March? Where is he? Do we know? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I want to know. Oh, I mean, Ryu. Ryu is great. <laughs> Yeah. He is great. He hasn't posted to Instagram. Has he thrown a bullpen session? I'm going to go hard zero on that since the shutdown. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. Since he doesn't throw bullpens at yeah. all. Throw a bullpen is a, hard, is, a, is a straight zero. It would be interesting to think to answer like how many bullpen sessions before he, he pitches in a game this season. Like is he their opening day starter? Like but how many how many bullpens before then? Because probably a couple you would think. So. He would throw one or two before spring training games, I guess. Yeah. But those would be his bullpens for the year. Yes, they would. All right. Um, I got one for you. Okay. It is uh, ERA for Clayton Kershaw in 2020. Yeah. I... Let's call it. Okay, I'll give you 2021. That's fine. Thank I, you. Yeah. 2021. <laughs> you want that? Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Cool. He'll be 33 at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. 3.1. Oh, that is really difficult. Wow. That's really difficult. Um, I think I just have to say over. Mm. But, I mean, part of me does wonder, like, what, you know, a year of rest, not as much wear and tear. Not the worst thing. Yeah. You know? But then, I yeah, I don't know. I think I would take the under on that pretty strong, actually, fairly, fairly I mean, strong. That's... If you had put it at like three to five, I would have pretty comfortably taken the under. I think it's tough. It's I mean it's tough because when you watch him pitch, I mean you clearly see like oh this the stuff is ugh, you know a little off. And then you look up at the end of the year and you're like, hey, he won 15 games with a you know with a two seven five ERA, um, yeah. you know or whatever. So yeah, I just it's tough. 33. There might be a universal DH by then. You know. The ball might be different we don't know yeah yeah he's a fun one for like something like would you ever if i put the over under at three nine for any era for the rest of his career what would you take uh under yeah me too yeah no no he will it's very difficult to envision him being capable enough of making 25 starts in a season and performing so poorly that the numbers would be that I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, it's so poorly, even though that's the league average number. For, right. But I know I, your point is taken. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because what would it, like his stuff has backed up in pretty significant fashion since his peak. And he's still an all star almost every year. And he's still very competitive and he still has, you know, intent and planning and, you know, the mental toughness to, you know, to pitch well throughout the season. So yeah, I just don't, my assumption would be that if he ever gets to the point where he's physically, where he's pitching at that level, that he would just have gone home by then. Yes. I, uh, I'm with you, which is a funny thing. Cause I, I don't think you could say that, you know, for almost any other 
pitcher, right? Almost any other guy in the, in the sport, I would think you would have to, like, if you asked what over under on whether they'll ever post a three, nine, a four ERA, you would take yes. I, I would right. absolutely say yes. I think every, basically everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you asked me like who would be, you know, like a guy who fits a similar category, I'd be like, oh, I mean like Zach Greinke. And then you're like, well, didn't Zach Greinke do that like three years ago? Yeah. <laughs> like when he still four, threw three, like seven. 92 yeah. miles an hour, you yeah. know? So yeah, I, I think there's pretty much everyone, you know, like, oh, you know, Garrett Cole would never do that. Well, except He's already for the done three years yeah. he did. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, so there's, I just think Kershaw is different because his start to start intensity is different than more or less everyone else in his profession, I feel like. I don't know, maybe Verlander. But, um, but Verlander's yeah. had a four. He's had a four before. He has. He yeah. is a different pitcher now than he was then. Um, the stuff has improved, right? Yeah, uh, he's had a couple he, fours, actually. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would still say yes for him, although that's an interesting question. I mean, he's going to be 38 come next season. Yeah. He's under contract for only that year. I don't know. We'll see. He might be a good example of someone who you would expect maybe. I don't know. Like, we don't know him, really. But what what if he would retire, before, you know, if he was if he was not as yeah. good anymore? It's possible. I don't. We just don't know. Yeah. Anyway. This was fun. Yeah. Thanks for your guesses, Andy. Appreciate it. Thank you for yours, man. This was fun. All right. Please remember to uh, rate, subscribe, theathletic.com slash DodgerPod. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Scribes of Summer. 